if you believe that the government, that scientists, that doctors, that big pharma, that big food, that anything in our society is set up in a way to make you a thriving, healthy, autonomous, free-thinking individual, you're sorely mistaken. Oh my gosh, if I got a piece for you today. Thebeat.com. Oh, find vegan near me. I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize this was a vegan propaganda piece. But the fact that this is even getting exposure, somebody sent this to me on Instagram, pretty much outraged. Because a lot of really unsuspecting, unaware, typical people will fall for this crap. Either people that want to believe that a plant-only diet is the best diet. And notice I said plant-only. I didn't say plant-based. I didn't even say that plants were bad. I'm saying plant-only diet. Plant-only diets, a plant-only diet can kill you. It can destroy your health. Plants can also be part of a well-balanced diet. That includes animal foods. That includes real nutrition. (laughs) But let's not get into that today. Let's just talk about the garbage that is this type of, um, this isn't journalism. This is an article published September 25th, 2020. What's funny about this is they didn't even link to the research they're talking about. This kind of crap should be illegal. Now, there's a point where I think censorship is garbage. I don't really think big tech or anybody should be telling us what is real or not real. But there's also a point where, like, if you're going to suppress fake news and do things like that and fact check things, where the hell is the fact check with this garbage? Like, seriously. And I know it's probably their own website, so they control what's going on. But I mean, like, unbelievable. Is keto killing you? New study examines long-term health effects of fad diets. Where? is the research study and then they do other things like they say things like natural sugar but study at their study shows that the antioxidants as well as the vitamin c b a o k blah 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 help boost immunity protect against cancer other disease etc except they don't the studies don't say that the studies are based on observing data from epidemiological bullcrap okay which is basically something sent in the mail to people and said what do you eat on a regular basis mark these boxes off do you eat one cups of ribs? Do you eat three a week? How many servings of broccoli do you eat? And like crap like that. And then they try to send a follow-up study like 15 years later, 20 years later, and only the people respond, mind you. Then they publish this paper saying, this is a study. This is research. It is such garbage. Epidemiology shouldn't even be considered research. It should be called what it is. It's polling. It's literally polling. So I'm not going to read this article because it's so garbage, but let's just try to find a few highlights. Keto may help people lose weight fast, but it's terrible for your heart in the long run. A new study of the popular diet has found. Now, the, the study did not find that. Are you telling me that the study proved causation that keto is terrible for heart health? Is that what you're telling me? Okay, show me the study. Then show me a study that that study is referencing. It's just a mountain of studies, all poorly done, trying to basically circle jerk each other, talking to each other, saying, yeah, this, that, whatever, and trying to prop up these lies that we've known are lies. We've known these for years. And to this point in 2020, you can't take somebody like this. You can't take this Dr. Andrew Freeman, which is basically a show for big pharma, big food, have him come on my podcast or anybody's podcast, you know, the Carnivore MD or Sean Baker or just anybody with two common sense 
and defend these bogus claims. And I don't even know if he's making these claims. I mean, there's a picture right there of him smiling, saying, yeah, with his chubby cheeks. And he probably is on the payroll for this company and this writer, because obviously this is a writer who wrote it. And she's like citing articles the way writers love to do. And they they love to twist things and fear monger. And almost always do they have an agenda at play. And obviously this is a vegan website. So we know what their agenda is. So let's look at some other errors of logic and the typical crap you see in these puff pieces, these nutritional puff pieces that are not actually based in science, not even close to based in science. This is just a one-sided puff piece based on epidemiology, citing studies or not even citing a study and saying studies show. It's like the easiest journalistic scapegoat BS ever. It's like studies show or it is well known. It's like, what is it? It's not well known to me. I eat saturated fat every day. You want to test my cholesterol or my heart disease risk or anything like that? It's not well known. So shut up. And then they even, they even, they even point out intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting helps people lose weight, but the health effects depend largely on what people eat when they are on their on cycle. Both diets appear to work largely because of calorie restriction as opposed to actual ketosis, which is again, is complete garbage, complete nonsense. Oh, this stuff just drives me nuts. The doctor was released by Dr. Andrew Freeman, Director of Cardiovascular Prevention and Wellness of the National Jewish Health in Denver, recommended to lose weight and keep it off while eating a heart-healthy diet. People should eat a diet high in plant-based foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, and seeds. And people who lose weight initially appear to gain it back. So what is this appear word? What does that mean? Is that your way of, of trying to skate through the reality that you're just blatantly spewing lies? In a review of scientific studies on ketogenic and intermittent fasting diets. So there you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. In a review of scientific studies, right? Even though I believe they shouldn't be called science, but a lot of observational studies, a lot of survey, send in the mail, snail mail, and hopefully somebody fills it out. And only those that do fill it out are people that are probably interested enough to feel good about themselves. So they mark the boxes that sound good to them. There's the healthy user bias as well. There's all these problems with epidemiology. Let me ask you this. Tell me, last week, how much did you eat? How many calories did you eat? How many ounces of vegetables did you eat? How many ounces of beef did you eat? How many ounces of salmon, of fish? How much milk did you drink? How much yogurt? Do you remember? And then tell me this, which of those were organic, small batch, bought locally from a small farmer? How many of those were in a package in your pantry? Were they organic? Were they not? How many of those had one ingredient? How many of those had five ingredients, 10 ingredients? Do you see the many, the, myri- the quite literally exponentially thousands of variables that go into what somebody's actually eating. The idea that researchers should tell us what to eat. Researchers cannot tell you what to eat. They can only do research, hopefully good research, that can point you in certain directions for things to experiment for yourself. And and then even that is flawed because a lot of it is rat studies because you can't legally lock humans in a cage. If we were to lock humans in a cage or if we even did a prison experiment where inmates were fed certain foods and you had control groups, and you could really kind of test things. You could even account for activity levels and sleep and things like that. You could get some pretty actionable data. And guess what? That would be a very expensive study. If they did it, nobody would be testing to show that meat is good for you. And the group that bought that ate a lot of whole foods from the animal kingdom is beating the whole foods from the plant kingdom on every metric possible, right? Because who's going to pay for that? Big pharmaceutical companies? No. They want you eating processed grains and sugar and crap because they want you buying their drugs. They want you getting sick every year. They want you going to the doctor every year. They want you paying a lot for your health insurance and then subsidizing all the crap, junk, pharmaceutical, toxin, poison that you're just basically a walking lab rat for. In a review of scientific studies, 
What that means is this is an analysis of other research. This isn't any original research. There's no interventional science done here. They did not lock anybody in cages or test anything. They didn't do any science whatsoever. They took a bunch of research. They probably put it all in a basket. And I doubt they even had criteria for whether the research was good or not, or done properly or not, or interventional study, or whether it was observational. They probably just took a bunch of studies that supported what they wanted to believe, which is this vegan propaganda. And then they picked the ones that supported their narrative. And then they turn it into this crap where they publish another study that is a summary of these other studies in this one bucket so that they can perpetuate their propaganda. Do you see how like this is just like all smokescreen? It's like, kind of like this. You know what this reminds me of? This is kind of like when corporations have a bunch of shell companies because they want to hide assets or do things or whatever. And they don't want people to know who's behind it. Bunch of research is done. We don't know how it's done. We don't know what those small bits of research are. And then they get put into a bucket and then other research is done kind of analyzing that. And then other people go in like this guy and take those like other papers and they put those in another bucket and they say research shows or a meta-analysis of research or blah, 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 right? You have no idea all the bits of research done that are supporting up this narrative. There's absolutely no accounting for the many variables. The fact that every, every bit of research that's done is literally like completely different than other research. You don't know what errors were made. You don't know what bias was going in. You don't know who funded those studies. If you believe that the government, that scientists, that doctors, that big pharma, that big food, that anything in our society is set up in a way to make you a thriving, healthy, autonomous, free-thinking individual, you're sorely mistaken. These things are there for one reason only, to perpetuate whatever their financial incentive is first, whether that is drugs, whether that is going to the doctor, health insurance, big pharma, whether that is just their website and wanting traffic, wanting fear-mongering, you know, journalists, they just want eyeballs, right? That's how they make money. They get paid usually for impressions and the advertisers pay based on impressions and traffic and things like that. Doctors, for example, if they've published a bunch of research that's plant-based, what is their incentive? To make sure they maintain that status quo. They're not going to publish anything that contradicts all the research they put out. A lot of times these doctors have written books, they have podcasts, they've done YouTube channels that are all based on this specific narrative that, that they've branded themselves around. Who is going to tear that down? Even when there's overwhelming evidence. So what do they do? Confirmation bias 101. And this is the danger of this kind of crap. This is the danger of listening to doctors on most things, especially blindly listening to them. You get their opinion, you run it through your framework, you do your own research, and then you make your own damn decision for yourself. That's what you have to do with anybody and everything, any bit of information. And our society has been marketed to through billions of dollars of advertising dollars for this false belief that doctors know all, that they do no harm, et cetera. But guess what the number three killer in America is? Medical error. Hundreds of thousands of people. What are the number one and two killers? Heart disease, cancer. <laughs> we have literally, so let's see, six, five. I mean, at this point, it's 1.5 million or more Americans a year. 1.5 million Americans a year die following the advice of quacks like this. Where's the outrage? Where's your virtue signaling, shaming doctors, shaming people at the grocery store for the stuff they're putting in the cart, like you're shaming them for their masks and all this crap? The world has lost its mind. This is just another example. I digress. Please always remember that the members of the Ancestral Mind podcast are not, in fact, medical professionals. They're not doctors. They're not nutritionists. They are simply 
providing this entertainment for you to do your own research and to entertain yourselves. So please consult a physician before changing your diet. Not everything works for everybody. And make sure you always do your own research on everything you hear on this show and outside.